Welcome to Simplifying Life Through Technology. Joining us today, we have our project manager, Phil Harrington. Alongside Phil and I, joining us are our chief executive officer, Mark DiPietro, and our chief operating officer, Michelle Ferlato. Welcome, Phil. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Excited. We're excited to have you. So, Phil, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina here, so I'm a local, which is kind of rare you in these parts. You and Zach. That's right. You Zach, and Zach and I did grow up here. Everybody here is very tall. You and You're Zach tall. are both very, I'm, very I'm, tall. I'm about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, somewhere in between there. But I grew up in Charlotte. I was actually born in Savannah, Georgia. And Love Savannah. It wasn't there long. We moved to Atlanta when I was a child as well. And then family moved from there to Columbia, all before ended up back in Charlotte in second grade. And I say back in Charlotte because my mom grew up in Charlotte and went to high school in Charlotte. So um, nice. they were originally kind of from here and just kind of moved away when I was little. When I answer that question of where I'm from, it's always I'm from Charlotte. That's my hometown where I've been. And I mentioned my mom, that side of the family, she's one of 12 siblings. So 12 yeah. children. Yeah. Wow. So, well, you do have a big family. You I have do. a reunion. That's well, a big Well, we have deal. a reunion. We have a big reunion, yes, every Man. year. So. Are you guys all close? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That side, we're very close on that side. Everybody keeps in touch. And the interesting thing was, is it went from, you know, sibling-wise, it went boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, all the way down. Really? Six oh boys, my gosh. six girls. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. That, so. Yeah, that is. That's um, crazy. So now I have 30 cousins on that one side. <laughs> wow. So yeah, big family. So that's had a big impact on me and who I am as a person in general. What's your background though? When after you got out of high school, what happened? Went to Appalachian State in North Carolina. Tried to figure out what I wanted to do for a couple of years, actually. Couldn't really figure out the path that I wanted to go on and ended up choosing physical education because I had a great coach and mentor in high school. And I figured that if somebody can have that type of impact on someone, that's what I wanted to do with my life. So I chose to go into education and specifically physical education so I could coach one day and, and be a part of that and hopefully have that same type of impact. So graduated from Appalachian State, came back to Charlotte and got my first job as a PE teacher at an elementary school. Did that for a couple of years, went on to another elementary school and, and was a PE teacher there for two years before I became the assistant principal there. So I went back to get my master's in educational leadership, which was being a school administrator. Andrew, that means Phil's the smartest person in the room. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> on paper. That's right. On paper. So did that and was the assistant principal for three years at the same school that I was at the prior two years for PE. And then I moved over to a high school, local high school, as the athletic director. Sorry, the school I was at, St. Mark feeds into Christ the King, which is kind of the local two Catholic high schools. I was the athletic director at Christ the King for the next six years. And the reason I decided to leave from school administration to that was because I felt like I had gotten away from my original sort of goal to get into education, to mentor and and be around athletics and have that kind of impact. Phil Um, did coach girls basketball and Phil was known for a particular characteristic of when he coached, he had a particular dress that he That's wore. Right. 
So as a basketball coach, kind of my game day attire was, you know, having a sweater vest on with, you know, a tie and stuff like that. So oh. kind of became a thing at the school where, you know, fear the vest type of thing. Fear the vest. <laughs> hashtag fear the vest. But yeah, so as AD, I hired Mark DePietro here. That was seven years ago now or so. We worked together for five years at Christ the King and did a lot of great things, but I needed a little change in my life. And we had a good conversation one day and Mark gave me a chance here at Sound Vision to do something a little bit different, but has the similar characteristics and what I was doing, similar description of the job. It's just in a different world, right? So and that's how that I was, got that's here. something that over time we've learned here. When we grew, we were looking for somebody that had industry specific experience. And so in project management, which is where Phil is, after a while, we kind of realized, you know what? You don't have to know audio video stuff to be a project manager here. And as a matter of fact, that may not even be helpful in some instances. So we looked for the characteristics of what a successful project manager would look like. And Phil basically had all of those. Can I ask you a question, Phil? Sure. When you hired Mark, I'd just like to touch on that for a moment. <laughs> I won't go into too much details, but I met Mark because I had to fill in as the soccer coach at the school. I was actually coaching that. Our coach couldn't be there at the time. And I met Mark for the first time that day. I am not the great soccer coach. I would say I'm a good basketball coach, good tennis coach, but soccer isn't my sport. And I think Mark recognized that right away from just watching the game and how the boys are playing. And he asked if, you know, if we wanted any goalie support, that type of thing. I kind of reached out to him, but then from there, we had a pretty good conversation. Mark had some ideas in mind and he wanted to make sure that Shocker. He wanted to make sure that we were on the same page, which was good that mm -hmm. we were both on the same page. And that's kind of how it all came about. It was the first time I was going to get to see Ben play for CTK and Pine Lakes right around the corner from our house. And we went, I was like aghast. I'm looking at our goalkeepers play and I'm like fidgeting and can't sit still. And Kristen's looking at me and I'm, can I fix this? Please, can I fix this? So I went down on the field after the game and I went up to Andy, the coach, and I said, look, I know you don't know me. I played goal in college. Your goalkeeping is atrocious. You know it and I know it. I can fix it. Like, will you let me fix it? And he was like, oh God, yes. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so that's how I remember that part okay. starting. It's very interesting to me. You know, I didn't know the full story of how that all came to be. It's Interesting yeah. to work with Mark in different contexts, I'm sure, now versus then. Oh, yeah. At SoundVision, we understand the importance of service. We now proudly offer new service membership plans specifically designed to provide customers with convenient service to solve issues both rapidly and remotely. Choose from a variety of plans to fit your needs to ensure your products continue to function to their full capacity without interruption. Phil is now our project manager. Tell us about some of the stuff you do. Like, What is a project manager in our world? Well, I would say that I'm a coordinator of schedules, so nothing too different from what I was doing as an athletic director. I would say that communication is key in my role here. So I would say also that I am kind of like touch all aspects. So like everybody's kind of going through me at some point to figure out what's going on with the jobs or whatever. So it's a super important that I'm able to communicate and coordinate and sure that everything is on track. So I would say that's kind of primary at first. And then it's, you know, talking to builders and superintendents and 
talking to our customers and making sure that everybody's on the same page of, you know, when future projects are coming up or when we're going in or if there's any issues come about that I'm aware of it, then I can communicate that to our team here and then go forward. So that's a lot of kind of different things all happening simultaneously, but um, not boring. No, it's not. Every day is different. There's similar things that happen throughout the week, but every day brings different challenges, different excitements, different worries sometimes, but (laughs) it is definitely not boring. Do you have a favorite superintendent that you work with or just a really solid team? I'd say Parker over at Southern Cottage and Ted over at Platner Homes have both been helpful for me and their communication is great. So it's been and Brian, too, from Southern College just had great communication. So I would say the three of those guys have been awesome. Cool. Having worked with project managers in the past, doing a little bit of Phil's role, I think Max from RTL was in my phone already because I communicated with Max when he was at oh, Granda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and right. I remember him as a good communicator. It's one of those things that when you're trying to put all the puzzle pieces together, having somebody on the other team who's also trying to do that as well it makes a huge difference in kind of the smoothness of a project. Yeah. So two things there. One, unlike everybody else in this room, Phil is very even keel, which is extremely important in Phil's role. And I value that very much. And I envy that in a way that, you know, it's great for both our customers and project managers that we deal with on a daily basis. And so we thank you for that because that is certainly an excellent trait. As I am, even keeled on the front, on the outside, doesn't necessarily mean on the inside that I am. How has the transition been from working in a school for so many years to coming on board with Sound Vision? When you're around technicians in this group, it's fun. It's a great atmosphere and we all have a great relationship, which is awesome. It's key here at Sound Vision to me that we all get along and, and can joke around. But I think the transition from high school, it was an easy transition for me from dealing with kids there and then dealing with the staff here. In our industry, it's not all that common to have a true full-time project manager. I mean, everybody needs project management and they do it in different ways. A lot of times it's somebody wearing multiple hats, whether that's the salesperson or whether that's the owner or whether that's whoever, maybe just a technician that's leading the project. But to have somebody that can specialize and actually look at timelines and work within budgets and keep customers updated on what's going on over projects that can be a couple of days or heck a couple of years is really, really important. And we find that that is something that helps to set us apart in being able to deliver and communicate over communicate to our customers. We're really striving to do that. So Again, thank you for that, Phil. You're welcome. So, Phil, what's your favorite aspect of the job that you do now? I think I kind of already mentioned it. I think it's that I get to be a part of kind of all the different avenues of the business. So, like, I work with the design team. I work with the service team. I work with our technicians. I work with Freddie and Warehouse. And I think that that's my favorite part about it is that I just, not stuck in kind of one area. I'm kind of dealing with all the different areas. Phil, who is your favorite artist or group musically? Of Monsters and Men. I've heard of them. Do you know them, Andrew? Not well. Not well. Okay, cool. And Lord Huron. 
I've actually heard of them too. I've heard the name. I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I can't name a song. I don't know them that well, but those would be my two favorite, like kind of bands. Like if I was going to go watch a band or whatever, or go see a band, I've, I did see all monsters and men right before COVID shut everything down. What style of music? It's like an indie rock, like an independent. Rock okay. All right. Band. Cool. And, yeah. Um, same. I would say Lord Huron sim- similar. It's a guitar based kind of sound. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. I'm not sure that Mark's a big fan of country oh, or not. No, but, no, no, no. Uh, I'm a huge fan of country. And actually, that's a story, too. We used to do music before the games. And for a while, Phil would actually curate. One, <laughs> which Rolling Stone song was it? Oh, man. Start me up. It's start me up. So we're at Christ the King. So one of the big things is there's no cursing. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have that. And so the music had to be relatively mm-hmm. you know, clean, certainly the language. So we're warming up on the field. And here, start me up, start playing. And I, I look at Phil and Phil's up on the hill. So I have to yell and I'm like, Phil, Phil, do you, do you know the lyrics to this? <laughs> you might want to turn this one off. <laughs> if you don't, you can Google the lyrics, but it's funny. I didn't realize that there were controversial lyrics to that song. Uh, I, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking are. about that one either because I was uh, thinking yeah, about that, all that, the other songs that could have been playing yeah. at the time. Well, there's innuendo in songs, but then, then there's actual lyrics in songs. That yeah. one actually oh. has. Yeah. Interesting. That, so, Most so. iconic sports moment. Okay. Good one. There, there we go. go. Right. For me, going to Appalachian State. Oh, yeah. There's one iconic sports moment that I'll never forget. I'll say second best day of my life. Wedding being my first best day. When Appalachian State beat Michigan. And any Appalachian State fan, student, alumni, they know where they were on that day, what place they would tell you where they were on that day. And that's just how it was. So for me, that is the most iconic sports moment. That's cool. Do you know the date? Putting you on the spot. I'll go 2007. With- okay. I want to say it was September 1st, but I could be wrong. Okay. Very cool. Because mine's April 4th, 1983, 10, 10 p.m. That is the moment that Lorenzo Charles dunked the ball in NC the pit State. in Albuquerque when NC State won the national championship. That's a good one, too. Do you follow any sports teams? Mostly the local teams, so Hornets, Panthers. I have gotten into the Premier League a little bit for soccer. Oh, yeah. So I follow Leeds United in the Premier League. So Hanging on. Yep, that's right. They're hanging on this year. They're Hanging on by a thread. There's a great documentary that came out in 2020 on Leeds United. That's kind of where I got hooked on them. Nice. Very cool. Well, Michelle, anything else you have to add? Sure. Phil has a wife, Alyssa, and a beautiful dog named Penny. Penny. Good job. Aww. And the other thing I know about Phil is that he likes to fish. That's right. Anything outdoors but fishing. I love fishing, hiking. Man, you and Zach outside. would really hang out. You're both tall. You're good at basketball. <laughs> One of you is good at tennis. And you both love to fish. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm. All right. What kind of fishing? I'll do anything, really. I do have a fly fishing rod. If I can, I'll do that. But I'll do bass fishing, go to have the you, beach, saltwater fishing. Oh, it's so you've just, done, done deep sea type I have stuff? not done deep sea fishing. If I go at the beach, it's usually like in the waterway or whatever. But, oh, right, um, the pier or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get seasick and I hate. I hate getting sick. It's a real quick story. I did go on a cruise to Alaska from Seattle. One day it did get very rough out there. But what we did, Alyssa and I, we went up to the very top where the fitness room was. And we got on some treadmills. 
and we started running on the treadmill, like jogging on the treadmill, and we couldn't feel the motion of the boat going up and down, up wow. and down, because we were running. We were kind of doing something active and doing that. How did you think to do that? I don't know. It just kind of came up. I was like, hey, <laughs> let's, let's go, go upstairs treadmill. and try and see if like we can like walk this off or do something and see if it just, and it, it worked. And that worked. It worked. Okay. Did you see any whales? We did. Humpback whales. We saw a pod of killer whales. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, was a, it was a great trip. Well, we're very thankful to have you, Phil, as part of our team. Yes, we are. You've made a huge difference, not only in us as a group and as a company, but certainly to our customers as well. You've gotten rave reviews. We appreciate everything that you're doing, and we are excited to see where we go in the future with you. Yeah, and I'm grateful to be here, and Mark, I've learned a ton from you that is really going to go well for me moving forward. Very cool. Thank you for that. Well, Andrew, ready to take us out? Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about SoundVision at soundvisionlakenorman.com. You can follow us on Twitter at SoundVisionLKN. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at SoundVisionLLC. 